0: Before we get started, I need to mention that the Cyber40 sale is currently still going on. A lot of people stop their sales after Monday. We're not one of those people um, or one of those companies. Through December 7th, you can use promo code Cyber40 and get 40% off any PFF subscriptions. Even if you have a PFF subscription already, maybe you want to get the college addition uh, or you want to upgrade or something like that, use promo code cyber40 to get 40% off that move. Or you're in the giving spirit, Christmas is coming and you want to give someone an awesome gift, use promo code cyber40 and get yourself 40% off that PFF subscription for you or anyone who you love.
1: Welcome to the Thursday edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. This is Kevin Cole, joined as always on Thursdays by Lee Sharp Lee, We don't have Thursday night football, so we're going to concentrate on the Sunday slate. Your, I, I could say it was early picks here, but let's. It, depending on where you are in gambling, you know, it, it would play, placing a, a wager, you probably would have already wanted to put something down. But by this p- point in the week, so I know you have some stuff that you're going to look at, which I think is good to see in advance, and also. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about what we survived um, recording this on Wednesday night. We survived uh, Wednesday afternoon football. Should we make that a staple of the of the weekly bench?
0: Oh, man, I don't know. I think uh, it's certainly a, a, a nice sort of midweek refresher, but I think it just plays too much chaos with the with a nice orderly, uh, you know, breakage, natural breakage of
1: when uh, football weeks happen. Yeah, you know, I felt like I was back on the West Coast for, for a little bit while <laughs> watching, not, not having to stay up super late. So I, 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 I don't know the time change difference. I presume that was at like 6 a.m. or something like that for you guys, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, about then. <laughs> about
1: then. All right, so no, it, go ahead. Uh, so, you know, it
0: was, it was like 1240, right? Which like is yeah, a, kind yeah. of a weird time for a game, but... Eh.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. You know... A little lunch. I'll I'll cop to the fact that I did not watch the second half of that game, so uh, I missed Trace McSorley. Uh, Maybe we'll have, maybe we'll see some more Trace (laughs) next week. Uh, since I guess Jackson's still out, he's going to be out, right? Because he was a positive. So we're gonna, well, we'll have all that stuff to talk about. But so l- let's go through here. We don't have a full slate. There are a few teams that are on bye. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have them right in, in front of me. But Tampa and Carolina are on the bye this okay. week. yeah. Tampa and Carolina are on bye after having a full slate in Week 12, but only missing a couple. Um, Brady can, you know, he, he can he can rest up to see to see if he can make a a stretch here. Now that everyone's gonna be hammering him, it's always good to go into the bye with everyone just piling on top of you, so you can hear that for 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 two weeks straight. So I'm sure Brady is gonna be appreciating that. Um, though he did he, he did he did the handshake at the end with Patrick Mahomes, which yeah. I I, th- I think he knew that that was <laughs> that was gonna be focused on, so he made sure to do that. All right, so l- let's get into this week, lucky thirteen slate uh what stood what's standing out to you right now
0: um so i think uh probably the game that's just stood out to me the most is uh new england patriots at los angeles chargers which okay. is uh a pick'em right now okay um the uh patriots are about a little under four points better according to our pff power rankings uh and but uh, you know Aside from the fact that you know, obviously, there's obviously, look, the chart Herbert's been playing very well, and and Cam Newton is is definitely pr- pretty decent, uh, but you know, so I, I, Herbert's certainly more explosive, so there there is an edge perhaps to the Chargers there, but for me, the real difference in this game is just the huge coaching mismatch. Bill Belichick is obviously you know one of the greatest coaches of all time, and I, yeah, Anthony Lynn is just not letting it not getting it done with the chargers they've lost so many close games and some of that is unfortunate variance but i think uh, you know several of it you could see it last week for example of just poor decision making toward the end of the game and and the two minute situations and stuff that he does and I, I i think that he is a a liability to that team and and i you know i would very much uh like to be on the patriots it seems like they're starting to get them, themselves together after a rough start
1: uh, i i like backing them interesting because i think the the perception out there, at least, let's focus on the quarterbacks first, would be that Herbert's having this incredible rookie season. Cam Newton started off pretty well, faded a bit there. Um, I'm I'm interested in matchups between uh, like running or passing because the, the reason this jumps out to me, now maybe this was a one-game sort of fluke, but I thought it was interesting that the Bills against the Chargers Flip the script, and they ran it a bunch, uh, where they'd only done that one other game this season, and they really adjust their, their running or passing splits based upon the opponent. And New England, with Cam Newton, has not been good passing the ball. Um, but I have them here as being first in success rate for running when you take plays that are positive EPA, second in EPA per play uh, on designed runs. So maybe there's also a little bit of a matchup element here where, where they, they can fit in well, because the problem will be, you know, going back, dropping back to pass and then having Joey Bosa come after you uh, 30 times, 40 times a game can be a recipe for a disaster.
0: Yeah, no, uh, it's certainly true that the, you know, obviously the Patriots are relying a lot on the running game and, uh, you know, uh, the Chargers uh, are better against the the run, uh, according to EPA per play than they are the pass. But, you know, the, the, they're both like you know, reasonable. It's so as I hear, like I have like their eighth against the run and 13th against the pass for the chargers defense. So like, it's not like it's night and day, right. Uh, where it is like, it is that way kind of for the Patriots offense, but I still think the Patriots will be able to get some success together. And obviously quarterback runs are a lot better than, you know, running back runs in terms of the, the pro- production generally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and obviously the, the defensive play against the pass is highly dependent upon, the The quarterbacks that you're facing now, they haven't had the toughest slate, but you know they faced Allen last week. Derek Carr's had some good weeks, um, kind of a renaissance for Drew Brees when he was starting to play better. Tom Brady and uh, Tom Brady played extremely well I believe in that that matchup Teddy Bridgewater Patrick Mahomes. so they've, they've played some pretty decent decent quarterbacks I would say overall so that could have be contributing a little bit to their numbers on on defense so we have a, a little bit of a lean sort of action on looking at a pick on there in that matchup but what else are you looking at
0: um washington pittsburgh is another game i've been looking at a lot this is definitely a game where um unfortunately the game that just happened today has shifted this line a bit away from from pittsburgh toward washington it was uh 10 before the game and i i I grabbed it then but i I don't it's definitely worse eight and a half but it's not like it's a, a drop over a key number outside of like 10 which isn't that much of a key number um You know the the huge rest advantage is the big thing that jumps out to me in this game. Uh, You know, Pittsburgh is going to be playing the game five this game five days from now, which is five you know five days rest, and are Washington will not have played since Thanksgiving, which is eleven days. We have not had a a situation like this before that I can recall where one team is essentially coming off a the mini buy right like the, the Thursday game, and the other team is essentially playing. Like it is a short week Thursday game for them, which is effectively the the what this is for Pittsburgh. Um, so, and you know, I do think that you know people are there's you know the the, the game today may temper the narrative some, but you know people are always going to love the undefeated team. Uh, you know, and I think Washington, you know, you get the usual uh, NFC East is is terrible jokes, but uh, you know, I think Washington is is a team that can do well of that group, certainly. Like, their point differential is only negative two. Um, and, you know, their their defense is uh, pretty strong. Obviously, the offense isn't great, but, uh, you know, the we you saw that with the Ravens, even though they're obviously playing a lot of, uh, you know, second stringers and stuff today with all the COVID outages that they had. We're still able to do okay. I, I think that the, the you know, the the strength of the Steelers is pretty overrated, and I like fading them a lot.
1: Okay, Um, how about Alex Smith? What do we think about Alex Smith? Because he's played better than I expected these last couple of games. I mean, he's not stretching the field necessarily, but that's not what we would expect, but neither has Ben Roethlisberger. So uh, Alex Smith, better quarterback in this matchup. What do you think?
0: Ooh, Spicy. that is uh that is a <laughs> that is a take that is gonna get the Steelers fan base uh in your Twitter mentions. They
1: love us already. And we still we we still mourn where we're still feeling feeling bad about what happened to uh uh, the I guess the probable ACL tear, tear for Bud Dupree, despite the fact that he doesn't seem to be the biggest PFF uh, fan from from a little bit of a of a war Twitter war between between he and uh, <laughs> yeah. the PFF this week. So yeah, so that we're already on the Steelers' radar, so Why don't we just get all the way on the radar here and say Alex Smith, Ben Roethlisberger? It's basically a wash, I'd say.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's crazy, and uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it's two and two strong defenses, and this is this is a lot of points. The huge rest advantage. Yeah, okay. I, I like, I like, I like Washington here.
1: Okay, so Lee Sharp says Alex Smith is a better quarterback than. Ben Roethlisberger. You can, we, maybe we can tweet that out. Um, okay. Uh-huh. It, what, 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 else? So what else? What else What are we looking at? Get, give me something that hasn't already moved in your favorites. I know. Uh, I know everyone oh, loves to do Everyone like to say, like, oh, you know, two days ago, this was this great I one. I said I still <laughs> liked it. But you're, but you're right. But you're right. Uh, so let's um, get something. Thursday
0: uh uh this one uh actually moved uh in a better way um okay. uh, Phil, this is a, a total this is uh, uh eagles packers okay. um that total uh is now 46.5 uh, which is obviously uh you know 47 is a is a key number for totals i like the i like the over there um the you know games with these teams have had a average total of 52 uh there is uh you know obviously wentz is is playing Pretty bad, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing extremely well, and can put up a lot of points. And you know, the 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 Eagles did, you know, c- come come to have come together kind of in garbage time to get points, like they did, uh, you know, at the end of the uh, Monday night game against Seattle. And uh, you know, I I believe that there's a good chance this comes in the over, and you know, there's always the chance, especially after seeing a primetime game like that where the Eagles looked bad, that yeah, maybe Doug Peterson decides to throw in hurts and give him some uh some uh reps and then maybe that ends up better for them. So uh I I think there's a lot of good reasons to like the over in this game.
1: Yeah, I can see that. And it's one of those things where turnover, a turnover prone quarterback is not necessarily bad for totals because a lot of the times if it's happening earlier in the drive, you're giving the ball to the other team in great field position or if you're the king, Jameis Winston, you're actually giving the other team a touchdown, which is which is really which is really the way to get it over so with the turnovers. Carson's Carson's getting there. He hasn't quite reached the pick six. Uh uh Oh, he did have a pick six against the Browns now that I think about it. But I mean, whatever, he's had a lot of he's had a lot of picks. So I'm sure he's got he's gonna have some some pick sixes in there. But you're right that uh the turnovers aren't necessarily bad there. Green Bay defense, not necessarily good. They haven't been particularly good against against the past that that uh the 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 Eagles' defense has been not as bad as people might think, although they haven't had necessarily the, the toughest the toughest schedule. But then then we have the overpowering the powerhouse Green Bay offense. So I I definitely I definitely like that one. What what else are we looking at?
0: Um, other games looking at uh, Detroit Chicago. Um, I don't I don't love this one mainly because I was hoping Gallaudet would be uh. uh Back, but it doesn't look like he is. But well, what was it? it I, was it no practice
1: th- today? I, I don't, I, yeah,
0: he, he did not practice today, unfortunately, which is weird because so I thought I'm,
1: that he had a limited practice, or did he not? Have, I guess that wasn't a real practice, right? It was like the Monday estimation. Look, I think it was a Monday estimation like before that. Thanksgiving that they they tagged him with limited, which got some people excited. But then it was DNP, DNP, and now another DNP. So yeah, not, not looking good,
0: not great, but yeah, uh, Detroit obviously has uh, a mini buy, um. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, and they're getting three points. Obviously, they have the better quarterback within in Matt Stafford. Um, than, yeah, uh, not ready Mitch to go risky. with that take.
1: Not ready for, <laughs> not ready for
0: that. But yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and like, I, I don't know. I do. You know, I don't know. It's very hard to know without being obviously in, in the room, in the locker room and in the meetings and stuff for a team. But it seems very clear from some of the social media outrage that this team did not like Matt Patricia, that they did not like him at all they didn't like interacting with him that he was not uh he did not inspire them to to you know uh, be great and uh you know who knows how but will do as the sort of uh, offensive coordinator who's now been promoted interim coach uh but you know i i have to feel like the expected that that's expected positive um and so like that 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 also makes me a little bit uh more excited about the detroit side and it's just this chicago offense maybe I, I am a bears fan so perhaps i am biased into disliking them but i they just cannot do much of anything and uh, i don't i definitely would not want to be holding chicago minus 3
1: now what's, what what interests me about this game a little bit is um pace because there was a report now you you don't want to you don't want to like over oversell any of this stuff or um, you don't want to overvalue any of this stuff but uh, I think it was Taylor Decker uh, uh, offensive lineman for the for Detroit said now that Bevel's in charge that they're picking up the pace a little bit in practice They're, they're practicing faster than they have been in the past there's some question as to whether or not Matt Patricia may have influenced the offense to be a little bit more conservative as we you know as you see across the league like whether it's Pete Carroll whether it's uh, whether it's Zimmer, whether it's one of these coaches, even though they're not calling the plays, they're not the offensive mind, they're not the offensive coordinator, they have an influence over, over how they want these games to be run. Um, so, so those comments came out, and I thought it was at least intriguing a little bit. Uh, there's no line movement to, to move either way, so I don't know if anyone's buying it. But what would be your general philosophy about... What you're hearing in these sort of news cycles, when we have a new coach, is it dangerous to buy into it too much, or are, are there these things that you that you would heed in your analysis?
0: Um, you know, when I looked at, I did actually look to see how well teams did um, whether when there is a new coach, and it, it seemed like a wash. Now, obviously, that's not not hearing the the news cycles, but you know, I to me, I it's the the big thing that jumped out to me was just like. They hate. They hate, They hated Patricia. He's. They they hated him. Like nobody liked playing for him. Both former and even some current players were bashing him on social media, liking posts that were talking about he was fired. You know, I yeah. I, I think that there's a, a a good a good like I'm not saying that you know Bivel is going to be the the necessarily the guy who is the you know bring them out of the wilderness or whatever, but. Uh, I feel like, again, the expectation relative to what Patricia was doing is positive. I mean, Patricia there is supposedly there because he's a great defensive mind. That's why he was brought in. Right. But, you know, the defense of Detroit has been terrible his entire time there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it should be interesting. I know, uh, like I said, Darryl Bevel was a guy who was getting a lot of hype. Uh, last year as that offense was doing well, so maybe maybe there'll be a little bit of a of spark g- going in here. So I think this could be interesting either from the side of playing the Lions or potentially looking at the over as, as we all, we all like to bet overs this year anyway. so uh, <laughs> just just keep keep on going in that direction. Okay, you got let's say one more here. Glance through, figure out what all is right. what is what is the cream of what's left over here on this slate that we want that you think people may be interested in?
0: OK, I wasn't going to jump on this game, but now that the line has kind of moved in the in the way I like, I, yeah. I think I will. Um, I, it, it, you now can get the Texans plus three and a half. Uh, and that is the better quarterback in that game. Uh, I admit I've been on a, a Colts fade uh, kick for a bit. But, uh, you know, if if you're if you're talking two teams that are sort of similarly situated in terms of uh but in terms of their sort of power ranking or whatever i'd rather be on the team that's stronger on the offensive side obviously the the colts are very much a, a defensive team they're not as uh you know they're they're a mediocre offensive team but they're not terrible but uh they're much more of a defensive team whereas you know watson even though the texans are are don't have a great record uh has been one of the best quarterbacks this year um, you know they're they're. I see him as fourth in pass EPA per play and 32nd in the run. So if they can stick to that, obviously losing Fuller uh is a huge deal uh for them. But uh, you know I my my general belief is that the market tends to overreact to those sorts of things and 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 underestimates you know his somebody especially somebody like Watson's ability to to find other targets uh that he can. Work with so I I, I kind of like the Texans here.
1: You know what's interesting is I'm a little surprised that it is moving out towards uh, in the direction of the Colts because I mean look at the results right. So let's just let's just focus first on the results that we saw last week. We saw a pretty uh, dominant win for for the Texans. We saw a Bad loss, um, although it was, they were really torn up on the ground, at least um, initially by Henry. So that's not as much of a concern going against the Texans. Um, but also, if you talk about, the, you mentioned Will Fuller, maybe that's moving the line. It would make some sense. It, 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 it's, it's not just Fuller, right? It's the fact that uh, Randall Cobb is out, Kenny Stills was released. Um, so they they don't have much depth there, even, even beyond Fuller. So I can see that. But at the same time, y- you go over to the Colts and you say, uh, Anthony Costanzo, their uh, older but really solid tackle is probably out. I think it was sprayed MCL in that game. Uh, DeForest Buckner, who's probably been their best player overall and their best defender, uh, missed the game and was his presence was missed a lot last week. Um, I, I never know where these COVID thing protocols and everything are, whether he'll be able to come back or not. I don't think it's a certainty that he won't come back. But... It sounds like, for the fact that he hasn't already been promoted back, it sounds like he's a positive test, I think. Or or maybe I even read that, that that he was a positive test. So I don't know if the Texans are in a worse situation not having Will Fuller versus the Colts not having their starting left tackle and their dominant interior defensive lineman.
0: Yeah, it did definitely seem uh, like, you know, Buckner was, uh, he was, was a really solid, you know, it did feel like last week that the Colts defense just was not there together. Right. And, you know, he's obviously the the sort of the key guy that, that, you know, coordinates the defense or whatever on that side for them. And, uh, uh, you know, it's hard to push too much, too much point value on a defensive player. But, I you know, I do think that the that. Yeah, I could see him mattering, right? It's, it's hard. It's harder to know. So could Fuller. I think though that people are going to be, in terms of the market, I think it's going to be more sensitive to Fuller than Buckner, and so again, it's sort of about uh, you know fading and overreaction potentially.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing here that actually, I just checked it to make sure. So Buckner, the announcement was on Friday that he had tested positive. So, I mean, unless they're possible, you could play. It's possible, but that's only it's, that's more in the event of a false positive because they can take multiple tests and multiple negatives and still get there. But I don't know if that's really if there are any symptoms at all. Then it's a minimum of ten days. So, um, so, so, so he's probably out for that one, and and we'll see that going forward. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I like. I, I mean, I think all of those make. Make good sense here, and like you said, we're getting a couple of value. We're getting you some value going in your direction, not just what what you should have bet two <laughs> days ago, which is which is always helpful um, for everyone out there. And everyone, just so you know, we're still continuing at PFF. Uh, at large, a Cyber 40 promo code. So, if you're going to sign up for Edge, you're going to sign up for Elite, any of our subscriptions there. 40% off right now. I think that ends on the sixth or seventh of December. So, so pretty soon, this will be the last the last NFL week here to take advantage of that for the rest of the year. Uh, Lee, thank you for joining me and imparting your wisdom here. And everyone else, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be back at you every day of the week.